Vernus and you love Vernus, same guy, different name, back again with another episode, the first episode of the 2021 year for the Earnest Thoughts Podcast. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up wherever you are. If you're on Anchor app, listen to this, hit that applause feature for your boy. Um, yeah, we're here. First episode. Hopefully your New Year's was was your New Year's Day was well. That happened to be yesterday because I'm recording this on the second of January. Um, hopefully your New Year's Eve was great and everything. Hopefully this New Year in general is great to you. Understand, you know there's still a lingering virus out there that started in well started in 2019, but you know it ruined a lot of people's 2020. And, um, yeah, it's, it's still around in 2021. So I just want to let y'all know, uh, the pandemic isn't over just because you're over it. Um, shout out to the lovely sister who made that, uh, I believe it was a TikTok or some videos. It was a song she made. Um, so keep that in mind when you are going about your day to day in 2021. So For the patrons out there who might be watching this on Patreon, I know the setting is, you know, a little different. We're still in my room, studio, whatever. It's just, you know, the lighting over here. It's raining again as I'm recording another video. um, It seems as though every time I got to record a video, it rains and the lighting is terrible when it rains, especially here when it really gets really gloomy in New England because fuck the sun. So, and that's not my words. I love the sun, but that's that's what growing up on a, or living and growing up on the Northeast is like. So anyways, we're going to start this podcast off, this first podcast of 2021, talking about some stuff that happened in 2020. Um, or at least this one aspect of it. So we're going to talk about Barack Obama and Lori Lightfoot. So for those who don't know who Lori Lightfoot is, she is the mayor, I believe, of Chicago. Um, if she's the governor, all I know is she's uh, one of those people over there in Chicago. So I'm saying she's the mayor. So she's the mayor of Chicago. And... Um, 2020 especially, she's gotten a lot of attention um, because of her tomfoolery, her attention-seeking behavior as well, and for the recent, uh, as as recently as, uh, well, her recent, I guess, shine, um, or her, her recent reason for why she's in the news um, is because she basically lied about not knowing about what happened with um, uh, this woman. I forget this woman's name, um, but she's a social worker and police officers broke into her home. And while she was naked, she, she just got home from work. She was going to shower. You know, a lot of people, they get home from work. Oh, they want to shower. They want to relax and all that. So this woman was doing that. But police bust up in her house 
treat her like she's doing something wrong because she was scared and startled because, I don't know, a bunch of motherfuckers with guns bust up in her house screaming at her and pointing guns at her and shit and start tearing up shit and looking through her home. Anybody was going to feel some type of startle or fear if that were to happen. Police officers doing it or not. So... She did that and they were, you know, they're seen on this video telling her to shut up, stop screaming and all this other shit and accusing her of shit that she was not guilty of. And yeah, it's proven that they got the wrong house. Um, I, don't, I believe it was a drug raid. They were looking for something. They were looking for somebody and or something. Um, and they busted up in the wrong person's house, just like with the Breonna Taylor situation. The only difference is... Um, this woman is still alive because no one shot a, a gun. There were guns drawn on this woman. Um, when she wanted to put on clothes, they they basically tried to humiliate her in her own crib, had cameras on her and everything. Their body cams showed that they were telling her not to make any sudden moves, that she could not put on clothes when she clearly had no weapons on her in, in, in general. And I know some idiots going to be listening to this and be like, well, if they would have let her um, put on clothes, she could have possibly went inside her room, went inside of a drawer, got a gun, shot off on them. I don't think that woman was going to do that. And even if she were to try to do that, there were about what? six to eight officers there um multiple officers more than two let me put it that way more than two officers there with guns if that were to happen pretty sure they would have shot the shit out of that woman so this whole fear this whole excusing people are gonna i already know what people are gonna say i know how they're gonna think yeah shut don't dead that right now dead it right now because you're an idiot you know, you, the excuses you're going to make to excuse this type of behavior. Um, and if it's something where, like, like when people do this excusing, this is kind of getting sideswiped, but when people do this excusing, I know it sounds fucked up, but I honestly hope that this, whatever their excusing happens to them. You know, there was some racist redhead bitch ass dude uh, last year that was trying to tell me uh, that Breonna Taylor's boyfriend was in the wrong for what he did. Breonna Taylor's death was justified and all that other shit and blah, say, blah. And then, of course, he cited his bitch-ass Breitbart, uh, Breitbart, Breitbart, whatever, that fake news uh, right-wing uh, outlet as as his sources as to what happened and, and all that. He, he, he said there was a fist fight that went on between the boyfriend and the... Uh, and one of the officers. This man's a straight up idiot. But, um, anyways, uh, when they when people try to excuse this stuff, I honestly just sit and say, you know what? I hope this shit happens to you because I want to see what you're gonna say now. You're gonna be just like that dude in the airport that was caught on camera screaming, "You're treating me like a black person." That's exactly how these people are gonna react. Someone busts up in your house, like I said, police officer or not, with guns. They screaming at you. Whether you're naked or not, you're going to be scared. You're going to want, you're going to react. You're probably going to react if you are a gun owner yourself. And you're going to react in a way that's going to protect yourself and whoever else is in that place with you. Or you're going to react the way that this woman did and scream and get scared and cry because, well, 
once again, a bunch of motherfuckers broke her house, her door down with guns and started shouting and pointing at her and started flashing lights at her. So, excuses all you want. When it happens to you, don't come to me talking about, oh my God, Ernest, this happened to me and it's your fault and you was a wiggity wiggity witch and you wish this on me. That's tough, my nigga. Anyways, to get back to what I was saying. So, Lori knew about that situation. Apparently, that situation happened, I believe, in 2019. Okay? So, she knew about it since then. It, 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 the videos and all that went viral and it came out in 2020. Pretty much toward the end of 2020. And when it was brought to Lori's attention, she was like, oh, I had no idea about it. Um, I just found out. I think, I think that... I think when somebody asked her, someone from the press asked her, it was like on a Wednesday or something. They asked her on a Wednesday and she said she just found out that Tuesday. So the day before that interview, that that press conference, whatever, right? But then it was noted that she knew about it since 2019, once again, or at least longer than what she said she knew about it. And then she got caught in a lie and then she pretty much didn't apologize for lying. She said, I'm going to look into the information and um, yeah, we're going to we're going to hold those cops accountable. You know, when politicians, especially when mayors and stuff say they're going to hold their police departments, the corrupt ones, at least the ones that are working side to side with the, uh, you know, the police departments in in their cities and states, um, they when they say (laughs) They're going to hold somebody accountable. That is literally the same thing as everyone who voted for Joe Biden and Mala Mala and said that they were going to hold them accountable. Now, I know there's a lot probably people listening right now still on this. Well, it's not January 20th yet. They're not in the office. They're not in the office. You know why you got a $600 check. Partially why you got a $600 check. Your man, JB. Your man JB signed off on it. He told um, he told Nancy Pelosi that it was fine for her to go from $2.3 trillion to $900 million. She said that. She, 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 and he, he backed that. So yes, Joe Biden is partially responsible for why your check is as low as it is. So... He's not in power. He's not in power. And even when the 20th comes, you're still not going to hold them accountable. So you, Lori, Lori Lightfoot, all the other corrupt mayors out there that say we're going to hold this group accountable for their fucked up actions. No, you're not. No, you're not. It's the same effect. Just different people, different positions, same, same effect. Nothing is no one and nothing is happening and nobody is being held accountable, at least not the people who were supposed to be held accountable are going to be held accountable. So I bring her up because she's a black woman. She's a black woman. She's a black LGBT woman. She's a lesbian. Um, so she fits a lot of groups. She fits um, She fits the minority group. She fits the female group. She fits the black woman group. She fits the, the LGBT group. She fits the black LGBT group. She fits all that. You know what I'm saying? So she fits a lot of groups. She represents people who are impressed by that, impressed by 
uh, representation, um, they, they, she fits that. And this is a woman who has been a, if you ask people in Chicago, really shitty mayor. Again, if I get her position wrong, um, the, the all I know is the Chicagoans don't fuck with her. Me, as someone in Massachusetts, look at her and I and I can say uh, the Chicagoans and or people out there in Illinois um, have every right to feel however they felt, even if I disagreed with it. They still have that right. But I, I see I, I'm all the way out in Massachusetts and I see what they see in this woman. Um, not everybody out there has been saying that, but the people that um, I pay attention to from Chicago, um, a few of them have been saying that, you know, and it's not like I needed their um, say in for me to make my opinion on her because I thought she was trash way before even, you know, finding out the opinions of the Chicagoans I know. But, you know, it's it's just added, I guess. It just adds on to to what I feel and how I think about her. So, once again, this is a woman who fits a lot of boxes, a lot of minority representation matters as boxes, right? And then you have Barack Obama. Barack Obama is, quote, the first black president of the United States. Some people out there go as a stream and say he's the first gay president because he did a lot more for the LGBTQIA community than he did for the black community right? All he did was give us this false sense of hope. That's what I'm saying. False sense of hope. Not hope, but a false sense. So, um, either or, he's he's touted mainly, mostly, as the first black president of the United States. And look what this man is doing now. Look what he did during his eight years, but look what he is doing now. Now, again, people can, 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 can say he's not the president anymore. He doesn't owe the black community anything and blah, 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 right? Say all these things. But then you when Bush was out of office, y'all was still acting as if though, not acting as if though he was in office, but a lot of the things that he messed up, um, like oh, Obama couldn't overturn these things and stuff. Now, granted, yes, Obama inherited a fucked up presidency due to Bush. But it wasn't like it, he he had zero say, zero power to do anything to fix anything that George Bush messed up. In fact, a lot of the things that George Bush messed up, Obama made worse. When it came to immigration and all that other stuff, it, remember, the cages and all that, DACA and all that, that started... Um, well, ICE, uh, ICE, not ISIS, but ICE, that started under Obama. You can talk about how Bush was anti-Muslim and Trump is anti-Muslim and a Muslim ban Trump did and this, that, and the there. Trump couldn't have done that without the blueprint Obama set. So think about these things before you start categorizing evil presidents versus not evil presidents because of political alignments. So... Barack Obama, as I just told y'all, and then Lori Lightfoot, as I just told y'all moments ago as well. Two black people. One is a black woman, a black woman who is LGBT. One is a black man, black person nonetheless. Both of these people 
do not serve my black ass well. A lot of black people are dissatisfied with what they are doing, what they did, and what they are currently doing right now. Um, surely, yes, one is still holding their political position that is Lori Lightfoot, while the other one is just writing books and telling black people and breaking up movements, by the way. Uh, whenever uh, a movement, it, it looks like black folks are, are on to something, he's breaking shit up, you know? Um, but yeah, that's that's what that man is doing right now. You know, he's the, the, the breaker upper <laughs> of of what it looks like strong black movements meanwhile weak black movements like black lives matter um they're not being broken up by obama because the the bullshit that they're touting is does not go against what white supremacy wants and a white supremacy pusher like barack obama wants as well so um i say that just to say you know, as you see, the title of this podcast is the title of this um, segment here. Uh, these are just two shining examples of why representation does not matter. If you are of the LGBTQIA community, if you are a lesbian specifically, would you want Lori Lightfoot to represent you? If you are a black lesbian, would you want Lori Lightfoot to represent you? If you are a black woman, no matter your sexuality, would you want Lori Lightfoot to represent you? Fellas, black men, half black men, do you want Obama to represent you? Black men who are uh, of the LGBTQIA community or not, do you want Obama to represent you? Whether you think he's gay or not or whatever, the rumors and conspiracy theories, I really do not care. I don't care. I don't want to fuck Obama, so I don't care what his sexuality is. So that's that. Um, but now, Michelle, <laughs> let me stop. Let me be respectful. So, um, in all seriousness, the, or do these people really represent you? Do you really want them to represent you? Because representation talks about people who look like you or of the same group of you, and they are presenting themselves the way that they are and when you say this person represents me you're in turn saying that you want to strive to be that so yeah if you want to if you want to strive to be a corrupt uh cop sympathizing lying witch like Lori Lightfoot who happens to be a lesbian whether you're a lesbian or not and you're a black woman sure if you aspire to be that then sure surely she represents you Surely she represents you because you're all about the same damn thing. If you want to be a uh, a, a white supremacy pushing, a anti-black black man like Obama, then surely he represents you. Yeah, and if that's what you aspire to be, that is your representation. But for everybody else who don't want to be the Lori Lightfoots and the Barack Obamas of the world who happens to be black, who happens to be lesbian or of the LGBT community, who happens to be a black woman, whether straight or lesbian or bisexual or any of the uh, other um, identifications of the LGBT community. For everybody else who don't want that for Lori Lightfoot, she does not represent them. And for everybody else who does not uh, want to, uh, Barack Obama doesn't represent the rest of us black men. 
So that's what I got to say about that. Just know that, and, and trust me, they're not the only two examples. You got Jim Kleinborn. You know what I'm saying? I know Joe. And Joe's not a racist. Shut up. But you got Jim Kleinborn. You got, you got, you got a lot of, you got Al Sharpton. Which, that man, if I had to say something nice about him, I'm going to say it. That man's hair, as gray as it is, is still holding on. Now, I strive, for patrons out there, you see these luscious locks. I want to keep these. I want to keep my hair growing, obviously, but I want to keep it forever. Now, whether it starts graying or not, I don't care. I don't care. I just want to keep my hair. I don't want it to fall out. So, Al Sharpton, man, the only a bit of advice you can give to me is how the hell you keep your hair I was going to say my brother, but you're not a brother. Not all skin folk is skin folk. That's another message I want to give to you. Um, black folks especially. Not all skin folk is skin folk. That's a message I've said on here plenty of times. But that's a message you probably heard plenty of times elsewhere as well. Because it's true. Not all skin folk is kin folk. So, um, you know, I'll shop and give me some hair tips um, on how to keep your hair as I get older. I'll be 30 this year. Um, Barack Obama does not represent me. Lori Lightfoot should not represent you if you are a black woman who isn't about the shit that she's about, um, whether you're a lesbian or not. And um, black people, let's stop with the identity politic reach. If we are going to put one of us in these offices, I don't mind having us in these high places. I'm not saying let's not do that, but let's make sure it's someone who's actually one of us. Someone who's going to represent us well. Nina Turner is that, by the way. Nina Turner inspires me. When I think about representation mattering and identity politics, although I am not a black woman, I look at Nina Turner. I look at, um, what's the sister who's in Congress? Damn, I'm forgetting her name. But I look at her in Congress of the progr- on the progressives. She's uh, her and Jamal Bowman just uh, just won their seats, right? I look at her. These are black women who represent the community that I belong to, even though they're they they Nina Turner nor uh, why am I forgetting that woman's name? I, I feel I feel bad, but Corey Corey. Cori Bush, Cori Bush, that's her name. So Nina Turner and Nora Cori Bush are from this, from literally the f- same place that I'm from. But not say the community, I mean the African American community. And these are women who are not. They're, they're from the progressive community, so they're not of the corrupt Democrat community. This is the representation I like to see. Same with Jamal Bowman. So, you know, that's, that's you know, black men, black women. If they're doing something right, these are the black men and women I want to big up. Whether they're gay or not, I don't care. You know, I'm going to back them regardless. You know, I, I'm going to back them even harder because they're black, to keep it honest with you. But, you know, the simple fact of the matter is... They're not the, um, they're not the Simone Sanders 
out there. They're not caping for these white supremacists. You know, they're not tackling people who are trying to attack Joe Biden or whatever. Fucking disgusting when she did that. So, uh, yeah, that was an L of 2020 for sure. Uh, yeah, but we're going to get into the next uh, topic. So, y'all stay tuned. We back, we back. So, this one is a 2020 issue, you know. Um, well, 2019. I mean, not tw- yes, 2020, not 2021. Uh, this one happened on Christmas of 2020. Um, the Nashville, uh, was it Nashville, Tennessee? I think it happened in Tennessee. I believe it happened in Tennessee. Uh, the bombing. Uh, that went down on Christmas morning, early Christmas morning, um, by the man who did the bombing, Anthony Warner, or Anthony Quinn Warner. So, um, for those who don't know, I'm just going to give you a quick synopsis, and you can look up the rest, So, if you want no more information. So, uh, there was a bombing that went down in uh, Tennessee early Christmas morning in front of an AT&T. Um, it was a vehicle bombing. Um, this man, Anthony Warner, set up a bomb in his RV. And this was like early in the morning on Christmas Day. And he basically warned that there were people who were out. Not a lot of people, but there were people still who were out and about on the street that happened where where the where the uh, blast happened. Um, and he basically warned people. He said, "Don't y- y'all better y'all got X amount of time to clear out um, to to clear out because there's a bomb that's about to go off." Um, some people, uh, not some people, everybody went away, but some people were confused as to why this man was screaming at. And then you had those that was like, they just heard bomb and they bolted either or, um, three people got injured, but there were no, uh, there was no deaths other than Anthony Warner who intended that for that to happen. It was because it was a suicide bomb. So the video that I saw, um, I saw the video and it it didn't have sound to it, but, um, there was a guy in the middle of the street, uh, who looked like he was either a police officer or a security guard, either or that was weird. There are people making conspiracies about it, saying that this was a planned bombing because there's an officer there, but he's looking down the street from where the bombing happened, the explosion happened. And as soon as he walks out the way of the camera that's when the explosion happened uh, when he is in the he's he's a distance away from the blast um, location but a distance to where uh, close enough distance to where he can obviously see and hear it but he is not like up close and personal where the RV is so he walks out the way the explosion. You can find this video. I'm pretty sure you could probably find it on YouTube, but um, you can find it online because that's where I saw it. I saw it in someone else's video, but at the same time, 
I, like I said, you could probably find it on YouTube and you can find it online in general if possible if they hadn't taken it down because it's been a couple days since I watched it. I only saw it once. I'm not trying to see an explosion. You don't see people dying. You don't see people getting hurt. But nonetheless, you do see the explosion. And um, maybe your tolerance level can 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 watch that stuff. Um, in video games, I can watch that shit all day. In movies, I can watch it all day. TV shows, you know, all day. But in real life, I still have a conscience. And I'm like, this really happened. Therefore, I don't want to see it. So that happened. And... Um, my thoughts on that situation is overall my I have mixed emotions uh, mixed thoughts and let me put it that way not mixed emotions my emotions are um, this was fucked up this was fucked up nonetheless um, I wish it didn't happen um, it shouldn't have happened this man did not leave a manifesto or anything behind to, to, to say why he did what he did. He did tell a neighbor that on Christmas the world was going to remember him. Uh, that the state of Tennessee and the world in general were going to remember him. Um, or never forget him were his words. But at the same time, maybe, maybe you got the state to say that, but... I don't think the world cares. I, I, I really don't think the world cares. In, in fact, any of my international listeners right now, please let me know if you even knew about the situation before I even told you. And again, this is I'm recording this the second day of within the new year. So this is days after Christmas. <laughs> so let's see if you heard about it or again, if you care. I'm not going to if you say you don't care, that's not going to make me feel a way. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm guessing that wherever you're listening to this, if you're outside of the United States, um, you probably did not hear about this. Therefore that statement he made, nah, fam, nah, but here's why I say that I have, let's see if this, yeah, this is still recording. So here's why I say that I have, uh, midst thoughts about it but not really mixed emotions thoughts and emotions can be two different things and are often two different things people conflate the two all the time because sometimes that's the truth your thoughts and emotions can 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 replicate but there are times when it, when they don't and uh this is one of those times so when i first uh, uh heard about this situation even though i'm not in tennessee I still wanted to know the whereabouts. I wanted to know why he did it. I wanted to know who it was, this, that, and the third. At first, we didn't know what was going on, right? Um, We, meaning the people who are looking into this, not from Tennessee and those in Tennessee. We didn't know what was going on. Pretty much those in everybody in the United States who who cared to know. Um, We didn't know what was going on at first. We didn't know who did it. We didn't know how it was set off. At first, when I was first hearing about it, know about you when I was first hearing about it it made it seem as though this was some type of accident like it was some accident explosion to where maybe chemicals got fucked up and then boom shit happened um you know um but 
and then it came out that no, this was this is not accidental. Accidental. This was purposeful, and this wasn't just some bad mixture of chemicals or something on in uh, under the ground of this AT and T. Um, you know, something just a pipe burst or was some, it wasn't anything of that nature. You know what I'm saying? This was planned out. This was done by a person. And yeah, it wasn't an accident. So when we found that out, it was it was that. Um, there was somebody on Twitter talking about some because they heard the name Anthony Quinn Warner. They assumed that it was a black man. Now, I, I, I know or I don't know any black people personally with the last name Warner, but I've seen black people with the last name Warner. But I do know plenty of black men with the with the name Anthony or the first name Anthony. Um, or Quinn. Uh, but let's not assume people's name. I mean, racist. <laughs> I know sometimes you can. <laughs> like if you if you hear a name like Jamal Bowman, shout out to that brother. But you know that's a black man's name. Like you know, ain't nobody naming a white son Jamal. Um, you know, um, especially not Jamal Bowman. But uh, at the same time, it, it's. Let's not assume, guys. Let's not, okay? So, you know, when 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 I first saw that, I was like, damn, I wonder if, if it is a black man, I wonder what set him off. Was he trying to blow up a police station? But then I'm like, he didn't blow up a police station. He blew up an AT&T. So, you know, is AT&T, did they have a Blue Lives Matter sign? And the only reason why I'm bringing up the police is because the only instances I've been hearing about black men committing some type of quote-unquote terrorist attack in 2020 was against the police officers. I wonder why. Hmm. But anyways, yeah, I, that's the only stuff I've been hearing. So my initial thought was, you know, why? Why? If they, I didn't believe it was a black man at first. I was just like, if it was a black man, what's his motive behind this? And I thought the same way when I found out that um, Anthony Quinn Warner is not a black man. He's a white guy. You know, I felt the same way. What was his motives? Again, he he left. He didn't leave anything behind. He didn't explain to anybody. This was, and I hate it. I, when I say this was the perfect crime, I'm not saying, good job, Anthony. You know what I'm saying? You did the shit, bro. I'm saying this was the perfect crime in the sense that this man really left no evidence behind other than the fact that he told somebody that he was, he basically told somebody he was going to do this. And um, that's that. That's literally it. You know? And the people who saw his face before he killed himself heard his voice before he killed himself. That was literally it. When you think about the perfect crime, you think about the, you know, people getting away with shit because they didn't leave anything behind. This man, like I said, um, he, he told somebody without telling somebody what he was going to do. And even by doing so, it wasn't like the, the neighbor that he told knew about it. There was a neighbor or somebody who somehow knew he was building bombs in his, 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 his apartment. It was a woman who apparently contacted the FBI or the local authorities. Um, she contacted one of them, or maybe both, um, a while ago, before all this happened, of course. 
and said, hey man, like this guy's building bombs in his apartments. Y'all need to come get this dude. Um, they said the authorities came there, knocked on his door, and because he didn't answer or respond, they didn't they didn't proceed. They didn't want to bust up his door. So when a black woman is is in her home naked, you can bust open doors. When a black woman is in her home sleeping and her boyfriend is, you know, hears noise or, you know, all this other stuff. When a black couple's in their home, period, you can bust up inside because that's okay. But somebody, and these are black people who are innocent of what you are accusing them, oh, you think they're of. But somebody can call the police on this white man or the FBI on this white man and say this man is building bombs again it is unclear as to how she knew personally maybe one day he was doing something and he had his door his his apartment door open and she walked by and she saw it maybe he ended up telling her she was doing that and she ended up telling the authorities or maybe I don't know I don't it, it wasn't clear as to how she knew um, what went down, but she, what is known is that she contacted the authorities and nothing happened. And what they said was, well, we knocked on his door and no, nobody answered, nobody responded. So then we left. Jehovah's witnesses will stay longer than that. Come on now. You know, you, you act like you was campaigning out there. These, these are people who are campaigning. Like, you do that if you're a campaigner. If you're like, vote for Joe. Not no Joe. Or vote for Trump. Or vote for whoever the hell is going to run in the next four years. Um, against Kamala. Yes, against Kamala. Um, that's what they do. They knock. No one answers. They go. You know? They don't get calls saying, go to this person who is building bombs or building some type of mass destructive um, weapon and um, see if they want to vote for jail. You know? (laughs) They're not getting calls like that. And if they are getting calls and still they don't care about what is the person's being building a bomb simply because they're voting for Joe. Uh, you know, that's, that wouldn't surprise me. The Dems would do some shit like that. That wouldn't surprise me, honestly. But, you know, Republicans would do that to whoever the Republican is running. But what I'm saying is campaign, uh, you know, canvassers, that's what they call it. Uh, that's their job. They knock, no one answers, they go to the next place. Y'all, on the other hand, if y'all get a bomb threat... Not a bomb threat, but a bomb warning, I guess. Which is kind of a bomb threat, I guess. Somebody calls and says, hey, this guy's building bombs. Y'all really thought it was, okay, let's not break in. Let's... Were y'all scared? Did y'all not care because it was a white man? You know? So... I kind of got swiped, swiped. Well, not in the sense I do want to bring that aspect up, but what I wanted to get into first before all of that, I'm going to jump right back into it. But before all of that, I wanted to get into the aspect of Anthony Quinn Warner in general. So Anthony Quinn Warner is 
uh, is described from his neighbors as this loner. He was literally uh, in a lot of these, you know, terrorist, homegrown terrorists here. They, they are described that uh, as loners, as people who um, didn't really have much, didn't communicate much with their community or neighbors, um, didn't communicate much with people. Um, wasn't very talkative when you did communicate with them, was very shy, quiet, and this, then, and the third. Um, why I spoke about that is, or why I'm speaking about that, um, and why that stuck to me is because, um, I don't want that to be grounds for misjudging people because I see that being the case. Uh, Anthony Quinn Warner and all the other, yes, shy, very introverted individuals like him uh, don't do us justice. And I'm saying us because I can be very reserved and stuff. Now, I don't think I'm shy, but reserved, introverted at times, yes. But I damn sure have never, ever thought about doing what Anthony Quinn Warner has done. And I don't have thoughts about harming myself. Um, And even though he did not harm people, I think his motives were not to harm people. Probably people who didn't work at AT AT&T. But, you know, I don't think his motives were really to harm people. Um, Because if if that was the case, he wouldn't have warned people and said, hey, y'all got to clear out because a bomb is about to go off. Now, I know there's people that is going to be like the suicide bombers will warn people or do something of that nature. But um, I think it's highly unlikely that they're going to do it to people that um, they're going to give them some time. I think he gave and I could be wrong, but I think he gave them like three minutes. Three minutes is enough time to hightail it and get the fuck out of Dodge, you know? Um, I could be wrong, but it, he gave them time. Um, so I'm assuming, and again, these are my thoughts. And just because I think this does not mean that I am excusing this man's behavior at all. Once again, I don't believe what he did was right at all. Um, whatever his motives were, whatever his beef with AT and T may have been, if there was a beef with them, um. This is not how you settle a beef with any of these companies. 5G having companies or not. This is not a beef you settle with them. I had a beef with, you know, Boost Mobile. They suspended my account um, recently. And I just simply hit them up on Twitter. Said, hey, can't pay my bill because you suspended my account. So could you like unsuspend me? And they did so. And I was able to pay my bill. So... That was that. That's that was the little slight beef. No one got hurt within the situation. You know all this other stuff. I got my phone turned back on. I or my account turned back on as well, and they got their monthly service, uh, a monthly payment. Uh, so that was that. But whatever his beef with AT and T was, if there was a beef, again we don't know, and I don't think we will ever know why this man did what he did. Um, but this is not how you settle it. But what I think 
what I don't want to happen is people to look at shy, introverted, very reserved people and say, well, you're, you're, you're going to be a school shooter. You're going to be a bomber. You're going to be a, now I make school shoot. I, I'm guilty of making school shooter jokes, especially when I see videos of white kids doing some evil shit, um, little white toddlers and kids doing shit. And I'm like, that's a future school shooter. So I'm guilty of it. Um, <laughs> I'm guilty of it. I understand to some extent. I, I do feel bad. And to other extents, I don't. But this is a situation to where I think you're doing more harm than good than just a mindless joke. Now, if it's a grimy ass joke, then it's a grimy ass joke. Leave it at that. My joke at the end of the day is not going to or should not determine how other people turn out in life. Um, so neither should your jokes. But at the end of the day, I think what is more harmful than a grimy ass joke like that, yes, um, is people having these preconceived notions about shy, reserved, introverted individuals, you know, um, that is more harmful to me. Now, obviously, what's the most harmful thing to do is to make a bomb and blow people up or at least blow up or wreck neighborhoods and this, that, and the third, because he's, he's not the one who has to live with the wreckage. Literally, he doesn't have to live with it because he killed himself. And that was the point of what he did was to kill himself in that way. But it was in a fashion that he wanted to make it grand when it was on Christmas. Two, he played downtown. Um... He played downtown. You know the song? Downtown. Very glorious, booming song, right? This event happened in a downtown area. So, you know, a little bit of symbolism there. A little bit. The song isn't about suicide. It isn't about um, blowing people up. It's the, it's, it's the opposite of actually suicidal. It's about, if you don't know the song. Um, it's about, you know, enjoying yourself and like downtown of this, any neighborhood or any city going downtown and looking at the beautiful scenery and buying into the shit and, you know, falling into to capitalism because look at all these beautiful businesses that sell all these great things in downtown. Look how rich you can be and look how fly you can be by shopping downtown. Look how rich you could become by working downtown or having and owning a business located downtown. So complete opposite of what this man was, was, was doing. Clearly, if he was happy and he wanted to live the downtown life, you know, he wouldn't have killed himself. You know, um, maybe he just liked the song. Maybe it made him feel rejuvenated enough to set out plans. We don't know. And we will never know, like I stated. Um, but the war, and not the war, but the, you know, the thoughts that come to my head, once again, like I said, you have a man who was, uh, who personality-wise, and people said he was really nice too, which kind of shocked some people but didn't shock others because again there's the preconceived notion that people who are 
really shy, really nice, but really reserved people are terrorists, are very crazy individuals. They're not right in the head. Um, and sadly, that is the case. You know, these are stereotypes, but much like other stereotypes, they're sadly true. You know, there's sadly, that is the case. Um, but much like what uh, stereotypes in general, we should not use them to generalize all of everybody. Again, I grew up the way that this man was at his big age, however old he was. I grew up like that. I was the shy, reserved, very quiet, nice kid, you know? But not once have I ever thought about doing what he's ever, what, what, he, what he did. Not once, ever. And I'm pretty, there were plenty of other kids that I experienced uh, that I knew just like that. But there were other kids like that or introverts who weren't shy, who weren't reserved, who weren't nice people that I can think of who, who are guilty, who, 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 who could have, could have done what this man did. But there are also people just like this man that I can look at and say, yeah, I can see that. But in no way, shape, or form do I generalize all of the shy, reserved people who do that. Especially the ones who are generally just nice individuals, you know? And I don't want to do that to the extroverts as well, even if they're mean individuals. Um, but what he did was wrong. So to go back to what I was saying before, basically... Like I said, FBI knocked on this man's door. No one answered. They left. They say, well, tough. Months down the line or sometime down the line, um, the explosion happens. And their explanation is, well, uh, mm, I, mm, that's what it is. It's, it's just a bunch of ums and ahs and, mm, and head scratches and, um, you know, um, yeah. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. <sighs> Meanwhile, they want they're they're too because they're too busy looking at black militia groups and uh, taking down leaders and and you know uh, targeting us. So yeah. <sighs> Anyways. The coverage. I want to speak about the coverage of this because um, a lot of people are saying that this should be getting more attention, and it's not because Anthony Warner is a white man, and if he was a black man or a Muslim man, um, a man of color, really, um, as people would put it, then it would be covered. Um, then you have people coming out the woodwork saying things, this and the third. Ben shit take Shapiro would be on some. Well, this is why, and you'll see, see, see him. This is why we need a Muslim man, and this is why we need a Muslim man. <laughs> you know, he'd be on that stuff. But I haven't seen Ben shit take Shapiro talk about Anthony Quinn Warner. I haven't seen him talk about that. Now, Anthony Quinn Warner was not a Republican, nor was he a Democrat. He wasn't into politics as well. Um, that's what people would say. What People tried to have conversations with this man because, again, he seemed like a generally a nice person. So who doesn't want to, you know, try to befriend a nice person, you know? Or at least if you're in the right 
trying to def- uh, befriend a nice person because a lot of people try to befriend nice people so they can use them, right? So, but either or, there were people who tried to have conversations with this man, if not befriend him, at least try to have cordial conversations with him from time to time. <clears throat> and the people who brought up politics said that this man didn't care about, and he didn't he didn't care about politics at all. He didn't, he wasn't pro Biden. He wasn't pro Trump. He was not pro anybody. When they try to have conversations of religion with this man, he wasn't pro Christian. He wasn't anti Christian. He wasn't pro this. He wasn't pro or anti anything. He wasn't a religious man. He wasn't a political man. He was simply just a man of mystery, no doubt, because no one knew much about his interests. They knew about his work history. He worked um, at, like, I believe an IT place or whatever. He was computer software. Um, He was into all that. Um, But other than that, you knew nothing of his interests. Um... He recently got a IT job or a job in computer software, um, but then he quit that job earlier on in December, I believe. I believe the date was the 21st he quit. And again, I could be wrong, but I remember from what I was hearing and, and reading um, that this job that he quit uh, was fairly recent. He fairly it wasn't like he'd been working that job for some time. He he got that job within the uh, the later half of 2020 and then quit in December of 2020, which is the last month of 2020. Um, just so he can carry this on and kill himself. And again, we don't know why. We don't know why. Now there's uh, suspicion as to why he is doing it you know there was when coronavirus started and i knew someone personally who was on this bullshit he might still be on this bullshit honestly um about the whole 5g connection being a thing um that is causing the coronavirus 5g is making people sick there is no coronavirus it's actually the 5g waves that are making people sick this that and the third yada 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 If you, if you believe that and you're listening to this right now and you're listening to this podcast, I ain't going to tell you to unsubscribe. I ain't going to tell you to, but I, but I'm going to clown the shit out of you whenever I get the chance. This is one of those chances. So you could do whatever you want to do. You can, if you respond, I'm just going to block you because I don't want to talk to anybody who believes in that, honestly. But if you are going to continue to subscribe, do what you do, boop boop. But I am going to clown the shit out of you right now. Oh, man. The YouTube conspiracy theorists, and they make me mad. And I'm yes, I'm hating as someone who creates content on YouTube that don't get the amount of views that they get. It's maddening because these MFers are out here lying and just saying anything and they're playing y'all the people who who create these con this content they're playing y'all most of them i'm not gonna say all but most of them do not even believe in what they're saying but they know (laughs) there's an audience for it they monetize it 
they're getting paid. They're not getting paid a lot of money. Well, depending on what you are, five anywhere between five k to ten thousand a month on YouTube. Some of them are making eighty five thousand dollars a month on YouTube. No freaking lie, no lie at all. Some of them are making that much money. You can look into this stuff on YouTube. Some of them are making anywhere upwards to five thousand dollars to eighty five thousand dollars per month on YouTube, telling these lies and and spreading this crazy shit to people but on the average the average amount is anywhere between 5,000 and 10,000 but again there are some very few but some who are making 85,000 a freaking month telling you 5G waves are the reason why people are getting sick now I know plenty of people who've gotten the coronavirus none of them have 5G phones I know one individual who has a 5G, actually two individuals who have 5G phones. None of those two individuals have gotten the coronavirus. So I know, I know a handful of people who've had the virus and don't have 5G phones. I know two people who have 5G phones and don't have the virus. Listener, wherever you're listening to this podcast, answer this. You can tell me or you can answer it to yourself. Do you know anybody with a 5G phone? You might be that person. So include yourself in that if you know somebody, because obviously you know yourself. Well, you should. So do you know anybody with a 5G phone? Do they have coronavirus or are they going crazy? Are they getting sick? Let me put it that way. Are they getting sick? If you're that somebody, have you gotten sick ever since you've gotten your 5G phone from AT&T? Or I think T-Mobile also has 5G connection as well. Any provider that has 5G, whatever that provider is, and you have it, or you know somebody who got it, have you felt, I don't know, sick, crazy, not yourself lately, Ever since you got in the phone. Now, to those who don't have 5G connection and do know people who have currently have COVID, uh, the coronavirus, or have had the coronavirus, maybe some who've died. To those who passed away, rest in peace to them. Do they have, or did they have a 5G phone? To those who have it, that you know and survived it do they have a 5G phone I'm asking these questions because these this is literally going to prove that 5G has zero to do with what is going on now people put the things together because in Wuhan it was a Wuhan virus you know shout out to Gloria already it's a Wuhan virus but <laughs> you know, the 5G apparently was a thing in China before, and coronavirus obviously coming out of China, Wuhan to be specific, but, and I can't say Wuhan without saying Wuhan like Gloria Allred, I'm sorry, but you know, I got to, but you know, shout to people in Wuhan if you, if you listen, I'm not making fun of you, I'm making fun of Gloria Allred, who is insulting you, but 
you know um so she's the enemy not me but anyways people want to make that connection and again if i am a youtube conspiracy theorist content creator and i care nothing about my rep my own reputation because i don't show my face in these videos and even if i did show my face in these videos I still don't care about my reputation because I'm going where the money reside, where the money reside. And I've been that way in 2020 and and even before 2020. And I just care about getting your ad revenue, your clicks, your shares, and all that stuff. I don't care about the corrupting minds, right? Feeble and idle minds, right? I don't care about all that. I definitely will make that connection. So I see where the connections are coming from and why that is the case. 5G, yes, China, as always with technology or with a lot of the technology, um, are, first, are, are first in the race when it comes to all that. They were first in that. That's also where the coronavirus first originated. But that's also where other things originated as well that is not detrimental to your health and it is not anything to do with uh, phone uh, connectivity waves or whatever you know you probably got a shirt that was made in China are you then going to say wearing shirts made in China is the real virus and not an actual virus that came out of wet markets there because of irresponsibility. I'm not saying China should not be blamed for the what went down in coronavirus and you know, or at least the mark the wet markets there. Um, no, I'm not saying call it saying it's okay to call it a Chinese virus or Wuhan a virus, <laughs> but or the Kung flu. But we do have to be honest to where it started. But, I mean, it was also rumors that it was Europeans and other European nations. And it was the Europeans who travel all the all over the world who spread it. So, we can call it the European virus. You know what I'm saying? The U-Pan. Not the Wuhan, but the U-Pan. But, um, and damn, this thing's about to die. So, I got to wrap this segment up. But there's still a lot I got to say. So I'm going to probably go until this shit dies and then we're going to get into the last topic when my laptop fully charges, right? So it's, it's people who believe in all that and basically I brought that up because they're saying that this man could have possibly been that way because he was, when they further investigated into Warner, they found out he was a man that believed in reptilian, you know, lizard people. So most likely was listening to Alex Jones. You know, I'll kick your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you are the people who, who fucked this country over. <laughs> uh, the only reason I, I don't watch Alex Jones, but I have announced, I, I want I, I want to have a folder on my phone about uh, of a bunch of clips. I already do this on YouTube where I just watched him ranting on things. It's because it's just funny to see this angry white guy yell and scream and stuff. You know, the same for the same reason why a lot of people watch Jimmy Dore 
because the yelling and screaming and all that, I don't find it comical when he yells and screams, though, when Jimmy Dore yells and screams. and But when Jimmy Dore yells and screams, it's actually for good reason most of the time. Alice Jones is saying some crazy shit like this, and it's just, it's, 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 it's comical, to me at least. But he's been on here. I bring up AJ because he brings up his rants on... Um, you know, reptilians and lizard people and this, that, in the third. He's not the only one. You got uh, that racist scumbag fool. Uh, what's his name? Um, I forget his name. And the crazy thing is, I used to watch him back in the day, too. Um, I used to be one of you weirdos. I used to be, honestly. Um, now, I, I wasn't too far into it, thankfully. But I, I was one of you weirdos you know that would be another story time for another day uh for another episode honestly uh but i was one of you weirdos who believed in this crap i didn't watch alice jones um but i watched mark dice that was the guy that piece of shit dude right now um you know he was always a piece of shit but it didn't take me it took me probably until like not even 2016, probably sometime before 2014, 15. Uh, I, it was longer before that, honestly, I stopped fucking with him. But it wasn't until 15, 14, 16-ish when I realized he was a racist piece of shit, you know? So that's that. And he will tell you he's not a racist because he always shares the story of, I'm not a racist because there was this one time I was in a bar and I made out with a black woman and it, I had the time of my life. Like, 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 like slave owners didn't have consensual sex with black women and black men. You know, like there aren't racists right now who are clearly racist. Fucking black women and black men. Okay. All right, Mark Dice. You got it, dude. Anyways, um, let me not get sideswiped because this shit is dying, like I said. But he was one of those people. He was uh, Warner was one of those. He was one of them. You know, by the way, you're one of those. Is You know, I'm going to have t-shirts coming out with that saying 2021. I'm going to do an update. Probably do it up. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm keep sideswiping myself. But he was one of those people. He was one of those. He was one of them reptilian believing people he believed people were lizard people meaning that they shape-shifted you know look at his eyes he shape-shifted look at my eyes patrons do i look like a shape-shifter so you know he believed he was one of them people and uh well he believed in those people and it is assumed again we don't know and i don't think we'll ever know it is assumed that he believed that um, 5G waves is what's causing the coronavirus. And there, there is actually no virus. It's just people who are being exposed to 5G are getting sick and some of those people are dying. Again, I went over the list of, I didn't name the list of people that I know who got the coronavirus, but I do know for a fact none of them have 5G phones. I know that for 100% to be the fact. And the two people that I do know who have 5G phones, because they got it like that, don't have the coronavirus. So we went over that. And when I ask you that question, you probably proved that to be true. Um, 
what I'm saying is is true and not true. You probably prove that as well. Either or, he may have he being Warner, he may have believed five G was causing sicknesses. So maybe he thought, and this is me at the end of the day making this assumption. Now I'm making this assumption, and then I'm gonna stop, and then we'll get into the last segment once I'm done charging this. You know what I'm saying? And it's twelve. 18 as I'm reading this, so this is my time to eat intermittent fasting, baby. But anyways, so after I make this point, I'm going to let this thing charge. I'm going to get something to eat, and then we're going to come back and finish the rest of this episode. You didn't have to know all that, but I told you anyways because I'm a transparent type of motherfucker like that. Anyways, so it is one can assume that Anthony Warner was somebody because he believed in reptilians you know lizard people that he may have assumed or thought that 5g connection waves was causing the virus or causing people to get to get ill and die and he thinks that he is a martyr to some extent by Blowing up an AT&T, even though I don't know if the AT&T was, was wrecked within this wreckage, and but I have, I do, I, I, I honestly, even before um, pressing play, I was seeing the wreckage that happened. It was a lot more apartments that was being wrecked. Uh, they didn't show the AT&T, but they showed the, the aftermath. A lot of apartments and cars and shit being wrecked. So, man, martyr. Eh, like I said, um, eh, as in nah, but I think this man thought he was being a martyr. I think this man th- th- believed that if I blow up this AT and T, it's going to con- it's going to uh, uh, it's going to wreck the five G connection, and I'm going to save lives while taking my life. And I've written, and I think the reason why he he took his life. And the only life he wanted to take within this blast was his life is because he did not want to succumb to the mind control, in quotation marks, of course, of the 5G. So he'd rather be dead than to succumb of the mind control and the sickness of the 5G waves. But before I go, and I'm saying I as in I'm putting myself in the I'm I'm acting like I'm Warner. But before I go, I am going to save lives by wrecking this AT&T. I'm also going to play my favorite song downtown because this is a downtown area and I happen to really like this song. It motivates me to get up off my ass and do shit. Even though that's not what the song is about. It's not about getting up off your ass and blowing shit up I, like I said, it's about getting up off your ass and going downtown so you can buy shit and you can look at all the fly shit that happens in downtown. So, um, that's that's what I got. That's my assumption. That's what I believe. Again, I believe that based off of what I have been hearing and reading up on this man and just simply what I think is going on. At, like I said, at the top of this topic what I think and what I feel are two different things just because I think that way does not mean I am justifying what he has done once again I must reiterate this man did something wrong I don't think that this man uh 
whatever his beef with AT&T, whatever his conspiracy theories are, was justifiable for him doing what he did. He wanted to kill himself. I'm not going to tell people not to kill yourself. Granted, me personally, I don't subscribe to the suicide as someone who used to have suicidal thoughts. I don't, at this point in my life right now, don't subscribe to, even when I had those thoughts, I was still too chicken shit to do anything, um, or at least do anything uh, consciously. Subconsciously, I was doing destructive things. I was purposely having a bad diet, and I was, you know, purposely walking streets with, that was heavy in traffic. I was, you know, that, again, story time for another time, but I never thought of doing something the way that he did. And at this point in my life, I'm not, I'm doing the complete opposite of having a bad diet. I'm doing the complete opposite of walking busy streets when there's cars going by. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because I don't want to die. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh, At least this early. So, I I say that just to say that I'm not going to say this man was wrong for killing himself. If he felt as though he wanted to go out for whatever the reason is, that's why I think that, what's it called? Exfixiation or something like that? Or when people make appointments to want to kill themselves, right? And they, I think that should be a thing. Again, that's for a deeper discussion for another time. I think that should be a thing. I personally don't make that decision, wouldn't make that decision. Um, and if someone asked me to kill them and do that, unless you're someone I hate, no, let me not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd be like, ask some other motherfucker because I ain't going to do it. You know, I'm not going to do it. Even if they wanted to pay me a hundred grand, the way this system worked, they still going to lock my black ass up. And all that 100 grand with no bail. And even if it was bail, it would be at 100 grand. Therefore, I wouldn't be able to enjoy that 100 grand. I'd be flat broke as I am right now. So, no, I'm not even going to take the chance to kill somebody or to request something of that nature. But I still I still think that should be a thing. Again, I I, I wish he, he took that route if he really wanted to kill himself um, and not the route that he took. Because although, again, it was only three people injured and nobody else died in this, there were there were homes that were destroyed. Um and I believe that AT&T. Not that I give a fuck about AT&T. I'm not with them. But still, you know, homes were destroyed. Because this man wanted to rock out to downtown before he died. I know that's not the reason. But we don't know the reason. And we will never know the reason. But we can assume. Um, that's what I got to say about that. And, um, yeah. You'll see me when I talk about the last topic, so stay tuned. All right, fully charged, laptop fully charged. I'm fully charged. Let's get it. So, last topic. I'm still going to carry on with the run of positivity. Something positive, something meaningful um, that everyone, I feel as though, can 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 relate to. 
being the last topic of discussion for all of my podcasts for this podcast it was a fly that I was trying to get in there but you know it's outside the window anyways <laughs> um the sun is out too that's great I can do my walking cardio I did indoor cardio this morning I know we don't care right but I'm saying that anyways I did indoor cardio because like I said it was raining this morning but now the sun is out so hey so anyways let me uh get through this and then I can do my outdoor cardio and you know whatever you're doing today as of whatever you're listening to this you can enjoy whatever you're doing after this podcast I appreciate you listening so like I said to continue on with the string of positivity and the pretty much the last topic uh, being the positive and inspirational topic I wanted to talk about something that um, it, it's something I've been needing to do, uh, needing, not meaning, but needing and probably meaning to do for some time now. But me uh, being somewhat of a pessimist at times and me or just me just plain forgetting, uh, I put this to the side, um, sometimes purposely, sometimes uh, other times, uh, most of the time, really, it wasn't purposely. Um but anyways, I'm going to talk about my privileges, um, my privileges as just me, the, the life that I live and who I am and, and like, what, what are my privilege privileges? Um, no, one of my privileges is not, I have six down here because these are the six that I could personally think of where I guess like top privileges, um, and one of the six, none of the six is not being able to have widespread nationwide spread outrage uh, from people who either do care or at people who really don't care, but they just want to show how mad they are for the attention um, when a police kills me. No, we went over that in the past. That's not blackmail privilege. It's not a privilege to be shown in the news only when you are being uh, demonized as a criminal or you're being praised and loved because you're dead. That is not a privilege. But what I will say is a privilege that I have. One, um, and this is not a list in order from like the most privileged thing or I think is the best thing or whatever. It's literally just what came to mind. So, Number one, I have having the, the tools to do this. What I mean by having the tools to do this, doing this podcast. I think this is a privilege within itself as a creator, a podcast creator, um, and just having the tools to do this, uh, being able to do this consistently as well. I'm going to add that to basically uh, what I just said. Um, because I feel as though a lot of people, and I talked about it last week when I named my, uh, well, I brought it up last week when I named the podcast that I listened to. Uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, feel free to pause this, go and listen to that or listen to that after this, whatever you decide to do, it's still up there. So, you know, I appreciate whatever the, the decision is, but what I pretty much brought up last week was um, there are podcasters, there are people in general who start podcasts, but they're, they're not really consistent 
or they they will start and they never finish. They never see the entire year out. You know, um, I think I saw a stat and I saw this stat when I was around the same time I was first podcasting was the average podcaster gives up around episodes 10 or 11. Like they'll record uh, not 10 or 11, 10, 10 to 12 episodes. So they'll do like 10 to 12 episodes and they'll expect some grand like like they 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 would expect 10 to 12 maybe billions of thousands or or millions of of viewers and subscribers this that and the third and because they're not seeing that number or whatever grand number that they say because they're not seeing that number um they give up they give up and they say this they they when they found this stat out um these podcasters were on like episode 12, like no more than 12 episodes into their podcast. Um, and they were, and they gave up, you know, and I'm glad I stuck it through. We're on like episode a hundred and something, maybe 200 or something. I, I don't count these podcasts. Uh, I don't number them in any way because it's just like, I have title of the episode. There's the episode title topics, all that other stuff, you know? I don't really, you know, stress the numbers and, 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 you know, I'm trying to be more of a numbers guy. Um, but in certain things that I do, I am more into numbers and then there are certain aspects that I'm not podcasting. Only type of numbers I'm trying to get more so into is engagement and all this other stuff. But the me, I, I just post and go literally. I, I mean, it, it seems hard or whatever, but I mean, I, I create content, edit content, post and go. So, you know, not to make it seem as though I just, well, well, you know, episodes done. Boom. Let me post it because there is editing that's involved. Um, but as far as me being uh, a privilege of doing this podcast and having the technology, I say this all the time um, to people. You don't need all this high-tech shit to start. You don't have to be super rich. Come on, look at my broke ass. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing this for three years now. Look at me. You know, this is not, this is not, I, I, and it wasn't like <clears throat> when I started, I was super rich. I haven't made much money off of, off of podcasting. I've made money, but not much money. Um, <clears throat> and uh, again, not super rich. But here I am with my MacBook Air laptop that I bought off a friend for $400. So it's used. Um, and, he, and my Samsung Galaxy S8 phone. This phone came out in what, 2018? I think. Or maybe longer than that. You know, it's an S8. Um, either or. You know, the, the, here I am recording these episodes every single week for y'all. And, you know, people have at, well, complimented my podcast on the audio. There's, they they said, oh, we really like the audio. What microphone do you use? I use my S8. Like, I, I use my phone. My phone is my microphone. I don't have a microphone and stuff. And I've mentioned before that I am willing to have that professional, in quotation marks, setup. Um, but one, I need a better set up and I need a better setting in general for all of that. I don't think this is the, to me at least, I don't think 
this room, this apartment that I'm staying in is the appropriate setup for all of that. I would rather save up my money, get my own place, and then have all of that than to be staying with roommates where that money can go toward food and things for the house and rent and all that other shit when I have the tools right now. So if you have a laptop and you have a phone, trust me, you have the tools. You can take notes with a pen and paper, notebook and all that. You have the tools to start your own podcast. Um, But there are people out there who don't have the tools. Not everybody has a laptop. Why, why you think that it's a big deal when these schools and there's programs that give these students free laptops and all this other stuff. I remember my freshman year of college, a lot of the, there was this program that we were a part of, um, you know, shout out the foundation year, love that program, but um, they was giving out free, free, free uh, laptops. Now, part of my graduation gift before going into college was actually a laptop. So I already had one. It wasn't this one. It wasn't this MacBook. It was a, it was an Acer, an Acer Aspire one, I believe. Um, so I had that. I don't have that anymore, but that was my laptop. So when they gave me this second one, I was like, I'm going to, I'm, don't give it to me. Give it to somebody else who is deserving of this. Now I should have taken it and given it to somebody else. Because um, I'm not even sure if they did. Cause, but that was my instructions to them was to don't give me this laptop. I understand how I, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for what y'all are doing. I'm grateful for this opportunity you have for people who may not have had, who, who might not have laptops. That's pretty dope. But I have one. That was a graduation gift that I got for graduating high school. Um, therefore, I, I'm good. I don't need this laptop. I didn't need to. I didn't, you know, people was like, oh, just take it, take it, take it. And I'm, again, I'm sitting there, me being me, I'm like, I I have this laptop. I have a laptop in general. Please give this to somebody who really needs a laptop, you know? Um, that's that. Again, I, I think back at it, I could have taken it and then given it to somebody who really needed that honestly I should have done that because I don't even think they gave it to somebody they probably just waited and added it to the pile then waited till the next year's freshmen came into that program and you know added that to the pile just in case they had more freshmen uh than laptops I guess so um still you know just having this stuff to me is is a privilege and that's one of the privileges that I have and I'm grateful for. Number two on this list, having a roof over my head. So I mentioned plenty of times that, sure, I'm not 100% satisfied with my living situation. It's, sorry, I had to give the middle finger to the security that lives out here, by the way. Um <laughs> I have the, uh, for full transparency, especially for those who are watching this on Patreon, who might be watching this on Patreon. So, I have the laptop sitting on the windowsill. The windowsill is uh, obviously where the window is, located where the window is. So, I'm facing the window, although I'm looking at you because I'm looking at the camera. Well, I'm looking at myself, really, but looking at the camera. 
So, you know, um, it's this thing that I do because I hate the security that I live in. Again, I hate the neighborhood I live in. Um, I do want to live on my own. I don't hate the people I live with, but I do want to eventually get on my own. Um, you know, uh, but every time I see them, it's the middle finger. So it's either one or two. It was one this time. And I saw them riding by. Fuck them. It's for another story for another time. But, you know, that was just full transparency. And it fit into the second um, privilege that I have. Um, just a roof over my head in general. Sure. There's and I, I and big disclaimer, by the way, before I finish this entire list. I'm not saying because I am naming these various privileges that all of the ill wills that I have just disappear. All of the problems in the world just disappear. I'm not even going to tell you whatever your list is because I will ask you to share your list with me. Um, You can share publicly, privately, comment or whatever, but I am curious to know your list as well. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be short. There's only six on this list. I only have six, like I said. It can be longer or shorter. It can be the same. I don't care. But I am not saying whatever you name, whatever I name, whatever anybody else may name means that we should shut the fuck up and not complain about the issues that we have. You know, I give them the middle finger because of issues I've had with them living in this neighborhood. You know, I I complain about living in this neighborhood in general because the rent's too goddamn high for the cheap ass material and the cheap ass shit that they uh, that residents gotta go through. You know what I'm saying? It was work being done on my house um, that could have been done at the end of 2019, and it took an entire fucking year for them to actually finish it. And and I really mean an entire fucking year because it wasn't until the end of 2020 where they finished the work that that should have been done by the end of 2019 because they started it in October of 2019. So. Issues and uh, all these other issues that we might be having. Um, simply because I'm naming these privileges, I'm not going to be on here telling you don't don't worry about your problems. Don't even complain about them. Now, complaining should not be the only thing that you do with your issues. That's not going to solve anything. But at the same time, don't sit and act like you everything is fine when everything is not fine. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't act, don't think that I'm doing that as well because everything isn't fine. But there are things that are fine and are working, and I want to do a better job at naming those things and being more appreciative of those things. And hence why I am doing this. So number two, like I said, roof over my head. There are plenty of people um, that are homeless. You know, at my old job, there are a lot of people, a lot of drug addicts, homeless people that used to come by. Um, and I've connected with, uh, quite a few of them, actually. I don't see the ones I, I see, uh, I see a few of them, um, out of the list that comes to my head, like the people that are coming to my head, it's probably like two or three of them. I see them from time to time. Um, but these people who, and I haven't worked that job in a long time, you know, in a long time, meaning, um, over a year now, over a year and some uh, uh, a month now. Well, February will actually be over a year, but pretty much almost a year. Yet these people are still homeless, and they were homeless before I started, uh, before I worked that job as well. So they've been 
dealing with uh, issues of drug abuse, alcoholism, and homelessness for a long time. And um, I have never been homeless. You know, uh, there have been times where, again, didn't live in the best of neighborhoods. This neighborhood's still shit to me, but compared to all the other, uh, uh, you know, places I've lived in, it's, you know, it's not bad, I guess, if you were to put it that way. But I've never, you know, I've lived in shitty neighborhoods, but never lived in shitty conditions because, or shitty conditions that is outside of a building because I've always had a roof over my head. You know, that's something I'm grateful for. Um, And that's something that is a privilege of mine, but it should be a privilege for everybody. Ain't nobody in this world really, but in the United States especially, should be homeless. Nobody. There's no reason for why anybody should be homeless, especially in the world's richest country. So, you know, that's my, I'll talk more about that in the future. Um, But my thoughts aren't going to change. Nobody should be homeless in the United States. Um, Number three, I have my health. So you're going to hear people say health is wealth, this, that, and the third. And you're probably like, no, Ernest, don't be one of those individuals. Well, I am, but it's not the only wealth. Let me put it that way. You know, health is definitely wealth, but it's not the only wealth. You got people out here who will make it seem like it is the only wealth. I understand why you would want to slap those people. (laughs) I'm just saying, before you slap those people, actually take your health into consideration. Take your health seriously, because whether whether these are are, are, uh, annoying little yogis, you want to call them or whatever, they do have a point. And why I feel as though my health is a privilege is because uh, with somebody with diabetes and his family, high blood pressure, you know, all the stereotypical black diseases, black family diseases. Yeah, my family got it, you know, unfortunately, Um, I have I, I don't have it, but come from a long family bloodline of people who do have it. Um, So I'm I'm. It's a privilege that I don't have it um, because though how I take care of myself and and this is not to shame anybody who has that or all this other stuff. Um, Also that I didn't get the virus. You you know what I mean? Um, Now, that's not to say, God forbid, that I get it in 2021 or in the future, because who knows how long this thing is going to last. I know the vaccines are out, but the vaccines are just mini viruses with rumored and not so rumored um, side effects that are somewhat worse than the virus. You know, um, we'll get into that in a future episode as well. But um, I have to say that the just having the opportunity to, to wake up every day, to see these flies trying to come in my house, even though the window was closed. And, you know, it's crazy because it's flies in the wintertime, but that's probably a telling sign that global warming is real. Also, it's really that nice outside. So whether it's real or not, I'm going outside after this. But um, I, seriously, I get to wake up daily. I don't have any serious issues, you know, that the, the only medical issues I got is my eyes are terrible. My, my vision is, it's horrible. You know, I wear glasses 
and that corrects the problem that I have. Um, last I checked, my vision wasn't getting worse, but it wasn't getting better anyways. And I do plan on getting laser corrective surgery um, in the future, soon as I get health insurance and soon as I get a lot more money than I got now. Still a broke ass nigga with no health insurance. So again, I still got issues. Ain't nothing perfect over here. Um, and I'm just keeping it real. So that was number three on the list. Number four, being a black man. <laughs> Listen, so I, yeah, I did say that being a black, there is no privilege to, there is no black male privilege when it comes to this aspect that, well, at least y'all get uh, people right whenever y'all die. People protest whenever y'all die. Y'all get news coverage. Whenever we die, though, it ain't like, hey, t- t- today on CNN, you, this is Celebrate Black Men Day. And th- uh, for 24, hour, 24 hours today, we're just going to celebrate the life of black men and the love of black men. And we're just going to make sure we tell black men out there that we love and cherish them. No, it's dead black men at the hands of police officers, dead black men at the hands of white supremacists who used to be police officers, dead black men at the hands of white supremacists who aren't police officers, but they're white supremacists still anyways. That's what it is. How is that a privilege? Seeing yourself being covered like that on CNN, MSNBC, Fox, any other news or whatever, especially on Fox or any right wing where it's like, yeah, dead black man at the hands of police officers, but in the eighth grade, he stole a pack of fucking crayons or he stole from the candy store and now they saw him running in a neighborhood or he was playing rap music too loud. He's 25 years old now, so far removed from when he was, uh, how old he was in the eighth grade. But they killed him because he played his rap music too loud. You know, how there is no privilege behind all of that coverage. But the privileges us brothers, us black men do have is, I mean, we were made in God's image. You know, I'm just saying. Black people in general, I have it right here. Uh, being a black man and being... Um, you're, I'm probably giving away the two. If you're on Patreon, you're seeing the number five and six, but I'll get into that. But being a black man and being black in general, I think we ought to chosen people. Now, I'll probably get into that in uh, episode, a <laughs> future episode. Um, but black men especially, I think that we go through a lot of bullshit and the strength that we have. Not all of us. There's a lot of punk-ass skin folk who got penises as well, but there's a lot of punk-ass skin folk with vaginises. Vaginises. <laughs> Penis vaginas. Vaginises. Paginas. Anyways, there's a lot of punk-ass black women and a lot of punk-ass black men as well. So I'm not going to say that's all of us. But for the non-punk-ass brothers and sisters out there, you know what it is, you know? Um, but just just me being me, um, I feel as though, like, <laughs> if I'm going to be disrespectful right now on my own podcast, out of line and shit, causing people to possibly unsubscribe and not give a fuck, I ain't got to worry about the sun damaging to me too, too damn much. Now, it is harder for darker-skinned people to 
racking more, the most of vitamin D, but I do suggest that black people, no matter if you believe in global warming or not, if the weather is too nice in the wintertime or it's too cold in the summertime, well, that is worrisome because I'm a summer baby and I love the summertime. So I would be worried if it's too cold in the summertime. And I'm worried if it's too nice in the wintertime. But the fact of the matter is, if the sun is out, cold or hot or warm, when the sun is out, get outside and get that vitamin D. You know what I'm saying? This isn't just to black people, but black folks especially. You know, especially with vitamin D showing to have some real positive effects against coronavirus. I'm not saying that it's a end-all, be-all cure. Do not get on here and said Ernest said it was a cure. Therefore, I'm going outside. I'm burning myself. I'm going as close to the sun as possible to avoid the coronavirus because you can still get uh, skin cancer because of the sun. You can still get other ailments because of the sun. The sun gives, but the sun can give too much and you you don't want to you don't want too much from the sun because again you can get you can damage yourself. But vitamin D has been shown to have positive effects on not only the human body but at combating the coronavirus. So God forbid that you are exposed to it or you get it. There the vitamin D levels in your body could beat that bitch's ass and um yeah why not take the chance go out for a walk you know what i'm saying go out for a walk um now back to the topic at hand um being a black man you know i think that we are the black in general but i'm speaking from a black man's perspective but feel free if you are not a black man if you're just a black person <clears throat> especially um, put yourself in and, and, and just remove what I'm saying about myself and add yourself to it and it's just as applicable but we're really loved and hated at the same time you know what I'm saying jealousy is a motherfucker I know um, there's this weird infatuation people have for us as well now I'm not saying that alone is a privilege um, that's weird there's nothing we there's nothing privileged about it. Some black folks get off on that weird shit as well. And that's weird. Y'all are some weird asses. That's there's nothing there's nothing privileged about that. Um, but I feel as though black men we overcome a lot. Um, black people in general overcome a lot. That's why I, I have slash being black. Because we are very strong people. Um we, we are meant to do uh, great things while we are here on this earth. And shit, I'm not saying we're the only ones meant to do great on this earth. But black people, I feel as though, are the, I mean, shit. You know, if, if Mother Africa is the origin of everything, then we definitely are the, uh, you know, the original people. Let's let's keep it scientific. If science is saying all of that, then it will tell you that black folks are the original people and we are meant to do great things on this earth. If you look at how great Africa was before the Chinese and Europeans came inside and fucked things up. Now, a lot of Africans are a reason as to why Africa is fucked up. We'll probably talk about that in a future episode as well. But before everything got fucked up, 
you could look how rich Africa was. Africa still is rich. They just don't. They're just not 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 appreciating the richness that they have. Fortunately, don't let motherfuckers fool you into thinking Africa is this poor, de- destitute ass place. It's not. Um, yeah, there is parts of it, but it's still rich. Even in the destitute parts of of Africa, there's richness within the soil. Kind of getting sideswiped, but point is, being a black man, being black in general, that's a privilege to me that I enjoy having. Not when it comes to dealing with the police, bitch-ass security officers who think they the police, uh, bitch-ass skin folk who are... Um, self-hating coons and shit um, and racist and all that stuff but you know um, all that other BS aside I love being black I love being a black man so it's number four on this list number five being short now you're probably thinking what's the privilege of being a short man now short women don't as much Let me take a sip. Short women stay trying to identify with short people problems. Nobody fucking hates short women. Only women who hate short women are short women. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. Nobody, only people who who don't like short women, hate short women, let me put it that way, are male athletes who want to have tall babies with a tall woman because the likelihood of their children growing up to be big and strong and tall is obviously twice as much since mama's tall and papa is tall alright now that that child might end up taking the genes of some short family member but the likelihood is higher if you have two small parents rather than two short parents or one tall parent so that's number one as to who hates short women tall athletes or tall people who want to have their kids be tall so they go after taller women women who are the same height might be even taller but tall women nonetheless and when i say tall women i'm not talking tall for a woman like they say 510 and 511 i mean actually tall women, women who are six foot two, six foot three, six foot five, seven foot, you know what I'm saying? A man who is six foot five going after a woman who is six foot five. We're not talking about tall for a woman, woman, woman. We're not talking about five nines, five tens and all that stuff, you know, because the likelihood of a child, once again, they, if they were to have a child with that woman is still the likelihood of that child being tall. It's a possibility. Sure. But that that child can still end up taking the height of the woman, 5'10", or maybe even shorter than, than their mother, 5'10", or 11. So, uh, yeah, them and other short women, that's it. Short women don't like short women, you know? Um, so, you're probably thinking, it, now that I got that out the way, Short women, stop trying to idolize and say that you've been let that. Yeah, there's been jokes about you being cute and short and all that stuff, but you have not been belittled as a person. And if you have, let me know. But from what I've seen, short women aren't 
being considered half a woman or not a woman at all, like short men are considered half a man or not a man at all. So I'm saying all of this as a short man, you know, I'm saying five foot something. I'm just going to put it that way, you know, um, and where's the privilege? Why, why am I still saying there's a privilege to all this? Well, there's still a privilege that we have as short men, especially short black men. But you know, it's short, short men in general. There's a privilege. There's, there's privileges. First of all, um, we, I don't want to say we pack on muscle easier. I think that is, you might have to double check with that. But when we are muscular, mm-hmm like myself and stuff. Now, granted, I do need to become more lean and that's why I am on this journey to become more lean and stuff. But when we are, we are, are basically we, we look better when we actually take care of ourselves because you can actually see the definition in our body. And that's not to say you can't see that in taller dudes because look at LeBron James, look at all these other, look at Giannis Antetokounmpo, that man, you know what I'm saying? He looks like one of those Greek statues and stuff, but bigger. Um, and he is Greek, uh, you know, Greek himself. So Greek, African, whatever. But, you know, he is, you know, he has family ties in Greece. So he has Greece, uh, Greek as one of his nationalities. He's built like one of those Greek dudes. And he's a very tall guy. So I'm not saying tall guys can't be defined in tone and stuff. But and if you don't know who any of these athletes I'm talking about, I'm talking about basketball players. You know what I'm saying? Just look them up on Google. But um, if you want to spell Giannis, just type in G-I-A-N-N-I-S. Now, I'm not going to even attempt to spell his last name. I just know how to pronounce it after years of messing up of mispronouncing his last name. So I just know how to pronounce it. Not even going to attempt to spell it, but type in Giannis, and he's the most famous Giannis in the world, at least to my knowledge. So he's most likely going to be the first person to pop up anyway. So Google image Giannis, and if you don't know LeBron James, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You know, you ain't got to be the fan of the guy, but you should know who LeBron James is, or at least seen him. But, you know, um, there is, a, so when we pack on muscle, for the most part, short men, we out here, we looking fly. You mean, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, there is less stress on our bones. Kid you not. This is actually scientifically proven. Um, that the taller you are, the more stress you're putting on your bones. Male and female. But me being a short dude, I'm speaking on a perspective of not being a super tall guy. Now, when I was younger, I, of course, I wanted to be tall. I was always skinny and short and not skinny now, but I was skinny as hell as a kid. Big ass head, big ass nose, big ass lips. Now, the only thing that's, well, when I say big ass head, I'm talking big head on my shoulders now. <laughs> Let me, let me be appropriate. But the big nose and big lips stayed. But, you know, my head all fits my body now. And that's due to working out and all that other stuff, of course. But, you know, when you are a short, skinny kid with a big ass head and you built like Roger from, um, from, and you kind of look like Roger from, uh, what's, his, what's that show, American Dad? Um, you kind of look like him and built like him or whatever, look like him in the head, of course. 
um, you're going to feel away. You're going to want to be taller. So, yeah, when I was younger, I wanted to be taller for sure, for sure. Um, but then as I got older, I got more secure in myself, you know? Yeah, I say I say that uh, I acknowledge the, the torment short men get, but at the same time, I haven't had bad luck. I've had the best luck, but I haven't had no luck at all or no experiences. Let me put it that way. Because I don't even want to put it down to luck, but it's not like I've never had problems getting partners, either sexual or romantic, both. It's not like I've had a problem with that. And again, I've been short all of my life. Um, At the end of the day, fellas, whether you're tall or short, it comes down to your confidence and it comes down to who you are as an individual at the end of the day. People are going to gravitate toward you whether you're short or tall, but especially if you're a short dude and your thing is, oh, I, I, women aren't going to want me because I'm short. Men aren't going to want me because I'm short. Let me tell you, men don't give a fuck about that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're going to get hit on whether you gay or not by men and gay by whatever you identify with. Men are gonna, men who are of that, they they don't care about that shit. It's it's heterosexual women who care, or at least bisexual women, women who are also attracted to men, whether they're solely attracted to men or attracted to men and women. They're the ones who care about that. Not all, not all. Don't don't get me up on something. I'm a woman and I don't care about. That's great for you. No, that really is great for you though. For real, for real. Shout out for you for not being like the other bitches. I'm just joking. But seriously, shout out to you for not being that. But with again, with my experience, there have been plenty of times where women turn me down solely based on my height and that nothing else had to do with anything. You know what I'm saying? There was that clip that went uh, around of Hey Arnold, the dude who was, you know, the short dude. He went on a date with this much taller woman. Now, I've never really went on dates with much taller women. I've always had women who are the same sight, same sight, same height, um, and a little shorter or just a little bit taller. But this clip, this man was up to this woman's shin. Like, she had to get on her knees at one point and talk to him. And that's really disrespectful, by the way. If you're going to get on your knees to talk to a grown man, what ladies, whether you're tall or not, the only time you should be on your knees and talk to a man is when you're down there to a <laughs> other than that don't be on your knees stand up you're a grown ass woman stand the fuck up stand the fuck high stand tall back straight head up high chin up do that be confident in your motherfucking self alright only be on your knees when you're on your knees for great reasons you know what I'm saying but there was that clip that went around <laughs> and um Basically, she she's like, yeah, you're a great guy. You're funny. You're fun to be with. You made me. You make me feel great. I haven't felt this great in a long time. But I can't be with you because you're short. You know what I'm saying? I've had situations just like that where it's like, hey, you're a great guy. You're funny. You're great. You make me feel great. I've had the best time. I've had the time of my life, or I haven't had this much fun in a long time. But we can't be together because of the situation. Now, at the end of the day, I'm not. I didn't take it the way that the, the dude took it at first, even though it was a funny way <laughs> how he handled the situation. Um, 
I used to be on the bullshit. Oh, women don't like me because I'm short. But then as I got older, it was like, that's your loss. You just said you had the time of your life. I'm a great guy, this, that, and the third. And the height is your problem. Cool. If that is a big enough problem to override all the good that you said, that is your loss and that is your decision. And you should be with somebody who satisfied you via looks and hopefully they're also funny or fun to be with because if they're not again that's your loss that's your loss you know what i'm saying but what i'm not going to do is oh all women are there thing oh all they care about is like i'm not going to do all that that's whack man and fellas if a woman is actually talking to you and she doesn't even bring up your height don't bring up the fact that hey you're probably not going to like me anyways because I'm short. Nigga, don't bring it up. She clearly is talking to you for a reason. And if she's interested, I don't think the height is... And if it is a problem, keep it fucking moving. But I don't think... if y'all, Especially if y'all been talking for some time. I don't think she's going to give a damn. I think all the time y'all have been communicating with one another... It's going to override your height. It's going to be taller than your height. Everything that she likes about you is going to be taller than your height. It's going to be taller than her height as well. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing that all the things that she likes about you, that keeps her wanting to communicate with you, that would make her want to have a relationship with you and be with you, weighs more and is taller than you. So don't trip and fuck it up. By, oh, because women don't like tall men and, and blah, 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 blah. And then generalize this woman who clearly likes you. You know what I'm saying? And ruin it. Come on, dudes. Don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> but like I said, you know what I'm saying? Less stress in our bones. That's a privilege. Um, now, again, it all depends on if you take care of yourself. You can be a short, fat, oompa ass nigga. And still have all the stress on your bones and still have bad backs and bad knees and shit because you're a short, fat, oompa nigga. You know what I'm saying? Take care of yourself. And all taller people who don't have body problems and stress on their bones, they're taking care of themselves. Even if they are packing on a lot of muscle, they're taking care of themselves in general, taking care of their joints and all that stuff. Getting the right amount of vitamin D because that's good for your bones. So... Um, and don't drink milk. That shit is that. That's the biggest lie they told you. They told us as well um, that drinking milk is strong for your bones because it's got vitamin D. That's vitamin bullshit. Vitamin BS. That's what milk got. Vitamin bullshit. Not vitamin B. Vitamin BS, as in bullshit. So don't do that. Anyways, um, there is privileges. You know, um, you don't have to duck under fucking doors. <laughs> You don't have to duck down everywhere you walk. Um, you know, it's there's privileges. You know, be confident. You have a better chance at being confident um, and working on yourself on the inside as well. Um, shit, people say short men end up being funny because we have to develop a fucking personality because we can't just be these tall dead dudes who just get women because they're fucking tall. And that's it. But they got no personality. They're no fun. They're probably whacking the sack because all they got to do is lay back and let the woman just ride them and shit like that. Now, that sounds fun. 
But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? If you want to be good in the sack, you don't want to be whack in the sack, you got to put in that work. The short kings, we got to put in that work. So it's most likely because we got to put in that work, I can't speak from experience. I can only speak from me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not out here fucking dudes in a sack, short dudes in a sack. So, you know, I, I mean, do what you do once again. But I can say for me personally, I don't take the team, but me personally, I'm good. I'm good. I haven't gotten complaints. You know what I'm saying? Just one. But that was like, I was like 18. After that, I'm like I said, I'll be 30 this year. I ain't got no complaints. You know what I'm saying? Now, I ain't getting any now. So, you know, maybe there's a there's a rusty period going on. But um, ain't no complaints because I got to put it in at work. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying tall guys don't got to do that. Um, but at the end of the day, it all comes down to confidence, whether you're tall or not. I just think as a short king, um, you learn that or you should learn to be more confident within yourself on the inside because of so much torment that you've gotten because of your outside. You th- learn to become more confident than on a more confident um, person on the inside. And then that radiates. Your confidence radiates out. And people are attracted to that. You know? Um, personality as well. So, these are things, like I said, are not mutually exclusive to only short guys. Or men in period. Uh, this is for women as well. Short or women who uh, might be overweight or whatever. Uh, this has everything to do with your confidence at the end of the day but me just speaking as a short male I'm saying from experience that people are going to be attracted to you because they don't give a fuck about your height or because your confidence level is top notch or because your personality is top notch and all that other stuff so keep that in mind kings and uh, the last one I have this life again another I guess cliche answer many people might say um but for real um when i say this life i'm talking about mainly specifically the life that i live as an independent creator independent worker this that and the third you know what i'm saying um it's not easy being this cheesy but no it's not easy living this life um you know, you can, you, there, there are times, very little times, but there are times where I think, and I'm like, maybe if I just get a quote, regular job and live a regular life like everybody else, then I would have less money woes. But then I think about the copious of people that I know who do have regular jobs with regular lives and they still are in debt and more debt than I am in. As someone who doesn't work a regular job, and I'm saying all this in quotation marks, patrons, you're seeing this. Um, if you're watching this, you're you're obviously seeing it, but I gotta let the uh, non-patrons know. So, you know, as someone without a regular job and a regular life, yeah, still in debt like every fucking buddy else in the country, but at the same time, 
everybody who's not a baby, but even some babies are born in debt because parents put shit in their name. Yeah, sad shit. But um, anyways, it's not it's not easy. You know, you got to plan out like it's not somebody making your schedule for you. You have to make your schedules and you have to follow them or else no work gets done. It's not like you can rely. Sure, you can hire people to do things for you, but that takes money. And if you're a broken nigga like me, you ain't got money to hire people. So that there there's that also. It's not like working a, a quote, an, again, a regular job where you have team members, whether, whether you're in corporate or not in corporate. You have other people working the same position as you. So even if you don't do the job for whatever reason, someone else can do the job that you're, you are supposed to be doing. Um, with this situation, once again, this type of life. If you don't do the job and you don't pay people to do the job for you because or you don't have people that's going to do it for you, do it, do it, do the job for you for free. It's not going to get done. The job's not going to get done. If I don't record these episodes, these episodes don't get done. If I don't upload these videos on Patreon, Patreon, these these episodes will not get uploaded. It's really that simple. And it's not even just with this podcast, it's with my blog, it's with all the other things I do, my clothing line, the books that I write, um, all the other things that I got going on that I do, these things do not get done if I don't get up and do these things myself. And these things take mad hours to do, especially if you're writing a book, especially if you're editing your own books. These things take mad hours to do. This is not, this lifestyle is not for the lazy. You know, and that is someone, that is coming from someone who is breaking the chains of laziness. I had to quickly, uh, uh, I had to quickly, swiftly learn that I cannot get the shit that I want done if I am being lazy. I have to do these things. So if you're someone who has, is, you know, locked by the lazy, lazy chains, you got to break that shit if you want to do this stuff, whether you want to do podcasts, whether you want to write books, whether you want to have a blog, a website, create your own merch line, YouTube channels, create content on YouTube, um, all this other stuff, you have to break the lazy chains from you. And you have to get up and you do the work. Because if somebody else ends up doing it for you, it is no longer your work. It is their work. And whatever benefits that they reap from it will be the benefits that they get. Imagine if you, you, you're like, okay, I'm going to talk about YouTube. So you're content creator on YouTube, right? which means you have videos up there and these are videos that have your face and your presence in them and let's just say you're supposed to make like about three videos a day um but you you're feeling you're, you're feeling too lazy you know you let the you got bit by the lazy bug you let the lazy chains come and wrap and lock you up you don't want to do the work so you say, okay, I'm going to bring on somebody to do this from time to time. Okay. 
from time to time, this other person, whenever you're not on your A game, they come in and they be the AD to your LeBron, right? Um, If you continue to fall and be lazy and not put in that work and not shine like you're supposed to, that person is going to not only continue to put in that work, but they are going to get the shine that you want, the fame that you want, the fortune that you want, all the benefits, whatever benefits they are that you want from doing whatever you're doing, they're going to get it because they're the ones that's actually putting in that work. You know, even if you put them in from time to time, you know what I'm saying? Let's just say two, three times a month, you have this person come in and they're doing that. People are going to, if they see you doing less work and them doing more shit, and then it goes from them being seen, that person being seen two, three times a month to two, three times a week. People are going to then say, well, we, we, we enjoy seeing this person more than this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? This person actually is putting in the work, is putting in the effort. It's more entertaining because they're not lazy and falling back and does that in the third. It's more active. So yeah, this channel is now this person's channel. Or if this person wants to branch off and do their own thing, we're going to go over there. We're not even going to stay over here. Now, there might be some people who stay and do both and all that other stuff. But don't do not be surprised. Do not be mad. Do not be upset with anybody but yourself. If you see a drop-off happening and then that person, don't accuse them of stealing your fans. Remember, you had the spotlight. You had it. You kept giving it to somebody and you wanted the, you saw the numbers that this person was bringing in. Great. But then you yourself was not appreciating the numbers you were bringing in, appreciating what you were doing to your own brand. And now this person who you invited into your own brand has made a name for themselves off of your brand or have totally took your brand and it is now their brand. Look at me. Look at me. It's my brand now. That's exactly what they did to you. And that's exactly what you're asking. And I'm rooting for that motherfucker because they're actually doing this shit. You're not. So, I know that was a little tangent to things. So, but it it, it is it is uh, on the same topic of if you want to be a content creator, if you just want to, you know, be an independent worker, <clears throat> you have to put in the work. It sounds like a a lot, it because it is a lot, but there are plenty of privileges to that. Again, if you're someone who hates working for uh, these corporations that don't give a fuck about their employees. You're going to love working for yourself. If you're lazy or not, you're going to love working for yourself. You got to put in that work, but you're going to love working for yourself. It's hard days and the money is slow, depending on your level, depending on the engagement, of course, but the money is slow. You know, it could be Mitch McConnell turtles, turtle slow, but it is slow. You know, um, but it happens when you put in that work, when the engagement is there, it happens when other people actually are, you know, supporting as well. There's a lot that goes into it. It's not just all you as to where the money is coming from. If that is something you care lots about, um, but you, there, there is a privilege. Again, if you don't like bosses looming over you, especially incompetent motherfuckers who are bosses who are above you 
and you know for a fact that you can do their job better than what they're doing and they can't do what you are doing or they're just plain out incompetent in general um you're gonna love this because again the the competence level you're your own boss so if you think your boss is incompetent you're you're you think you're incompetent and you might be right simply because you're not putting in that work but if you like what is going on if you like your boss and you're working for yourself it's because you like yourself and you like what's going on and you believe in your competent level and that's great keep doing what you're doing you know um i want more people to be more um independent i don't think that this life is for everybody so i'm not going to say it is uh, everybody should should you know everybody should be a writer a podcaster a contact writer no no i'm not saying that um or just any type of independent gig in general it doesn't have to be content creation you can you can be a self um contract uh uh you know electrician or you know you 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 drive uber or something or you you uh you deliver for a doordash and uber eats and shit and and all that other stuff or you you know you pick up uh shifts on shift smart and all these other flexible gig economy type things or anything unrelated to that as well that still entitles you to be your own boss right you can do all that um but um i do i do think that we should in general as a society be less reliant on businesses again businesses that don't give two fucks about you you know it's a big leap it's i'm not saying it's the easiest thing to do um not everybody is crazy like me not everybody's going to curse out their bosses like me not everybody's going to say fuck you and all this other shit or even if you don't say fuck you uh, verbally you're going to say it in some way not everybody is like me and i understand that and i don't want to give off this impression where it's like just quit your job bro quit you quit quit your job and start your own shit bro like nah that's not the advice i'm going to give off here um what i'm going to give off here is basically just detailing the privileges that i have like i said as someone who no longer works a quote regular job um all the time in the world for you to work what you work yes it's a lot of work you got to do but again deadlines and things of that nature for the most part is all on you um to decide these things um for the most part our parts where again you're going to have to again if you're a self-published author like me and you try to publish on Amazon and you say I want the release date to be this they're going to have your they're going to say cool especially if you want pre-orders they're going to say cool you're going to have to have the book done 2 weeks before this date so that's that and I'm pretty sure other publications will have the same as well especially if you're going into the publication um you know uh you know small market a big market whatever they're going to have due dates and um yeah you're going to have to be on it so if you have a due date coming up writers out there pause this episode right now and get to working on your shit i understand fully but you know um there's privileges to this life and honestly you know as somebody who 
I, I has work jobs that I hate that I I've had a total of three jobs in my lifetime that th- regular jobs in my lifetime, and I only loved like love one out of the three. So, um, yeah, the mods is trash. So, with that being said, that is the episode, the end of this episode of the. Ernest Thoughts Podcast with your host Ernest, so you love Ernest and God, different name. I just noticed I didn't come up with a a little snazzy (laughs) nickname for myself at the beginning of this episode. So, uh, thanks for listening to the broke, stubborn nigga who hates working for people. If you enjoyed this podcast, uh, please give it a share. This episode, please give it a share. If you enjoyed the podcast, give it a subscribe, share it as well. Um, patrons, if you're a patron, you're seeing this video. If you want the video version of this podcast, you can become a patron. Hit the link in the description box below. Just $10 a month. $10 a month, that's it. I know that, you know, $10 is is a lot. But if you have the, all these other streaming services like, like Hulu and, and, and Netflix and and all this other stuff. First of all, ten dollars is less than Netflix. Let's keep it there, because they they talk, they talking about going up to eighteen. It's damn near twenty dollars a month. And I did and I and it will, at some point I do predict it will be twenty dollars a month. You know, either or if you have multiple streaming services per month, then you can you can afford. And if you're paying for them, let me put it that way, you can aff- afford to become a patron. Not trying to pester y'all into doing so. But I'm just saying $10 a month is way less than all the streaming services that you have um, put together combined. So there's that. Um, And also you get the episodes released early and you get extra content as well. There's a bunch of content that I have to upload. I still have to finish the Chadwick kick. I have not finished that that is basically me watching all of the all the movies Chadwick starred in and giving my movie review for. But I'm also doing a Wonder Woman 1984 review on here as well. Um, so be be on the lookout for that if you're a patron. And if you want to see that once again, become a patron. But you don't have to become a patron as well. You can simply just share this episode, share the podcast, subscribe. If you do want to support monetarily without being a monthly subscriber, you can easily just hit up the PayPal in the description box below. I took away Cash App and Venmo. I still have Cash App and Venmo, but I took them away because I guess they seem less professional to have as a donation platform. But if you do want to still donate there, just hit me up on uh, Twitter. The official Twitter page is the Twitter accounts for this podcast and Instagram um, is in the description box below. So just hit me up there and say, hey, I want to send you a little something, something on, on Venmo or Cash App. And I will, I will definitely give you my name there. But they're not in the description box below because, you know professionalism and I gotta keep the PayPal so I'm keeping the PayPal there for that Um, but any amount is appreciated if you want to do that and if again money is tight and you don't want to support monetarily keep listening to these episodes keep sharing 
keep rating as well. If you are listening to this, especially on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please rate the podcast. Preferably, preferably five stars. But rate it any way you want to. Um, Leave a comment as well. And um, yeah, I, I appreciate the support. 2021, baby, let's go. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black, my beautiful, privileged black folks. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter, not the organization. Black Lives Matter, LGBTQIA Lives Matter, Trans Lives Matter, Black Trans Women Matter, Black Trans Men Matter, Black Women Matter, Black Men Matter, and you matter, whoever you are. And I'm out. It's cardio time. I'm out. I'm going to enjoy the sun. So, uh, peace out.